the legends and tall tales about Robin Hood. All different, too. Well, we folks of the animal kingdom have our own version. It's the story of what really happened in Sherwood Forest. Oh, incidentally, I'm Alan Adele, a minstrel. Well, that's an early day folk singer. And my job is to tell it like it is, or was, or whatever. Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest, laughing back and forth at what the other has to say. Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day. Never ever thinking there was danger in the water. They were drinking, they just guzzled it down. Never dreaming that a scheming sheriff and his posse was a watching them and gathering around. Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest, jumping fences, dodging trees, and trying to get away. Contemplating nothing but escaping, finally making it. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day! Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day! Well, good morning. Uh, my name is Joe. I am one of the guys who gets to get, get up here occasionally and talk with you all about the Jesus that I love. Hey, if, if you didn't notice, we're, we're, uh, we kind of started a little different today. Uh, this is Advent at the Movies. And, and what we're doing during this season is we are following Jesus' lead. And we get to see how we're doing this in our series, Big Idea. You see, Jesus used culturally relevant stories to share timeless kingdom truths to lead people to God. And what we hope during this season is that we're going to be able to take some of these movies that we've all seen, many of us saw them as kids, some of us saw them for the first time as adults, um, and grab something from them and apply some biblical truth so that we can get to a kingdom truth that in turn will lead people to God. Last week, Pastor Casey came and he gave a message uh, about hope and about how our hope is found in one place and one place alone, and that is in the person of the resurrected Jesus. And, and this week, we're going to talk, talk about peace. And, and truthfully, if you look at this movie, I mean, this, this movie's got a, this is what this is all about. This is about Robin Hood waging peace, being a peacemaker in a time of turmoil. He's a peacemaker in a time when, when the world, the kingdom of Nottingham, the kingdom had been turned upside down and tossed on its head and needed someone to come in and fight for peace. And on the eternal story of Scripture, we get to see this as well. You see, at the very beginning of the story of Scripture and the story of, uh, of eternity and, and the story of mankind, sin entered the equation and perfect peace was turned on its head. And for it to be made right, it required a hero to come. And we see this in Isaiah 9, 6, is when we're introduced to this hero. It says, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. You see, this baby came from heaven. Jesus, who was God, became man in the form of an infant. 
as the prince of peace. And he came to wage peace in a world that had been turned on its head. But you see, that wouldn't be necessary if it wasn't for the antithesis of a hero. You see, every great story requires not just a hero, but also a villain. gives me a feeling of power, power. Forgive me a cruel chuckle. <laughs> power. Mm. And how well King Richard's crown sits on your noble brow. Doesn't it? A King Richard? I told you never to mention my brother's name. A, a, a mere slip of a forked tongue, your majesty. <laughs> We're in this plot together, if you don't mind my saying so. And remember, it was your idea I hypnotized him. And... Uh, I know. And sent him off on that crazy crusade. <laughs> <laughs> so we're introduced to the villain. The kind of amusing Prince John. I mean, what's, what, what's he doing? What's Prince John? On the surface, we can chuckle at some of the little things and some of the little mannerisms. But what's he actually doing? He's stepping on the people he should be lifting up. He's squashing the people he should be building up. He's doing this so that he can get what he desires, which is more and more and more power. And isn't that what the villain in all stories really does? He turns the world on its head so that he can gain more and more and more power. You see, and we're not alone in this. In the eternal story, there is an enemy. There is an enemy, and we hear a lot of different things about him. I have a dear friend who said that the tactics of the enemy are discouragement, division, and distraction. That's what he does, and that's, it turns us on our head. John 10.10 10 says the enemy, the thief, that's the enemy, comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. This is what the enemy does. This is what the villain does. It's the antithesis of the hero. 
we see this, but we're reminded that we must be watchful. 1 Peter 5, 8 says, be sober-minded and watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. See, we have an enemy, an enemy that caused us, that caused mankind to turn its back on its hero and cause what was peace to turn into the exact opposite. And so we have a hero who has to join us. And we see in the movie that Robin Hood, he joins people where they're at and he fights for, he fights for peace. But what does Jesus do? Jesus, see, he brought peace. He fought for peace. He waged peace by joining us in our brokenness. And he did this by coming with righteousness and justice. Not just justice against the things that earthly we would say are wrong, but against everything that stands in opposition to the perfection of God. And to what extent would he go? What extent would he go to bring justice? Well, you see, see, this is what we see. It says Jesus, who was God, I said this earlier, Jesus, who was God, became man. John 1.14 says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus set aside the perfection of eternity for the brokenness of humanity and came to be with us. He brought himself as the Prince of Peace and joined us in our brokenness. You see, in our story, Robin Hood, it's not just Robin Hood. It's Robin Hood and his, man, and his band of merry men who go out and, they, and they, they wage peace. And Jesus, for those of us who call upon him as Lord, we can join him as well in the business of bringing peace. Uh-oh, here comes old bad news himself. Honorable Sheriff of Nottingham. Every town has the taxes too, and the taxes is due. Do, 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 do. Well, looky there. <laughs> Friar Tuck, the old do-gooder, he's out doing good again. Well, good morning, Frytuck. Shh, Otto, she's for you, Otto, from Robin Hood. <laughs> oh, God bless Robin Hood. Do, 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 do. It's the sheriff. Hurry, hide it quick. Here I come, ready or not. Well, greetings from your friendly neighborhood tax collector. <laughs> Oh, take it easy on me, Sheriff. What, what, what with this busted leg and all, you know, I, I'm way behind in me work, Sheriff. I know, Otto, but you're way behind with your taxes, too. Oh, have a heart, Sheriff. Can't you see he's laid up? Come on, Otto. You'd better sit down and rest. Oh, thank you. Let me give you a hand with that leg. Upsa-daisy. Bingo. Uh, what they won't think of next. 
It smarts, don't it, Otto? But Prince John says that taxes should hurt. Now, see here, you, you evil flint-hearted Now, 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 save your sermon, preacher. It ain't Sunday, you know. <laughs> Tell me, young man, how old are you today? Gosh, I'm seven years old, going on eight. Seven? Well, that does make you the man of the house, and I've got just the right present for you. For me? Gee, thanks, Mr. Robin Hood, sir. Hey, how do I look, huh? Not much like Mr. Robin Hood. She's right, there is something missing. <gasps> of course! There you go. Boy, oh boy, now how do I look? <laughs> the hat's too big. Shh, mind your manners. Yes, mind your manners. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll grow into it, young man. Little Lolly, I'm going to try it out. Bye, Mr. Robin Hood. Come again, my birthday. <laughs> Oh, you have made his birthday a wonderful one. How can I ever thank you? I only wish I could do more. Here. And keep your chin up. Someday there'll be happiness again in Nottingham. You'll see. Oh, Robin Hood. You've risked so much to keep our hopes alive. Bless you. Bless you. You see... Robin Hood had people who joined him in waging peace by meeting people in their brokenness and bringing justice into the situation. And the question becomes, how do we join Jesus in this? What does this look like for us to join Jesus in waging peace by bringing righteousness and justice into situations? Well, I believe the answer we can see this is in Matthew 25. It says, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? And the king will reply, truly I tell you, Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. You see, this is how we join Jesus in waging peace. But we can't do this. If, if we do this under our own power, don't get me wrong, there is nothing wrong with doing good. 
But when we join Jesus and we, are, and we do this under his power, not a power that is our own, something else comes when we meet people in their brokenness and wage peace. You see, waging peace brings hope to those around us when our hope is in Christ. Because it's a hope that's not temporary. It's a hope that doesn't end at the end of a meal. It's a hope that doesn't end at the end of a drink or at the end of, of a thread in a cloth, in a, in, a, in a piece of clothing. It is a hope that is eternal. Waging peace brings with it hope. And that hope's name is Jesus. You see, so when Jesus came, there wasn't an end to which he wouldn't go. You see, we see this in his life. Jesus, who was God, became man, knew when he arrived because he was God, what the end zone was, what it was going to cost him. It was going to cost him his life. It was going to cost him his life because the brokenness in this world had no other way to be carried and to be turned and to be healed. See, Jesus bore the weight of our sins so we can experience peace that only he can provide. And in our story today, Robin Hood, there's a trap set for him and he knows it. And he knows what might happen. But you see, he walked in and stood for the truth even when he knew his life was on the line. I sentence you to sudden, instant, and even immediate death. Oh, no. Please. Please, sire. I beg of you to spare his life. Please have mercy. My dear emotional lady, why should I? Because I love him, your highness. Love him? And does this prisoner return your love? Hmm. Marion, my darling, I love you more than life itself. Ah, <laughs> young love, your pleas have not fallen upon a heart of stone. The traitors to the crown must die. Traitors to the crown? That crown belongs to King Richard. Long live King Richard! Long live King Richard! Executioner, stop! Hold your axe. Okay, big shot. Now tell him to untie my buddy or I'll... Sheriff, release my buddy. I mean, release the prisoner. Untie the prisoner? You have what he said, bushel breeches. Sheriff, I make the rules. And since I am the head man, not so hard, you mean thing. Let him go, for heaven's sakes, let him go. Now, PJ, tell my pal to kiss Maid Marion, or I've just found a new pin cushion. Why, you... Kill him! Don't stand there! Kill him! Oh. 
will you marry me? Oh, darling, I thought you'd never ask me. Oh, but you could have chosen a more romantic setting. And for our honeymoon, London, yes. Normandy, yes. sunny Spain. Why not? <laughs> So Robin Hood stood for truth, and he stood for something better, and he waged peace even when his life was on the line. And it gave courage to the people around him, and they stood with him so that he could begin in, these broken, in this broken world to bring peace. And this is what we see in our teaching big idea that Jesus did. You see, Jesus pursued peace with us to the point of death on the cross so that we can become like him and be a peacemaker in all relationships. You see, those of us who call Jesus king, we are called, not, we are called to strive for peace with everyone. And, and it, I mean, isn't that what this is all about? And he, yeah, Hebrews 12, 14 tells us we are to strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness with which no one will see the Lord. I mean, this brokenness, this is about relationship. The brokenness in this world began with a broken relationship between God and humanity that, man, that humanity caused and that Jesus battled against that brokenness to the point of the cross. He, he, he came to strive for peace, to wage peace so that we could be brought back into right relationship with his father. And that's what we are supposed to do as well. For those of us who call Jesus Lord, when he lives inside of us, the power that's in us is greater than the one that is in the world. And even in relationships where it feels like there is no hope, there is when the one who is the power source, when his name is Jesus. And we are to wage peace in those relationships like Jesus did for us. But that doesn't mean it'll be easy. Oftentimes, it'll be really hard. Oftentimes, taking step after step after step into brokenness is going to be some of the most difficult things we ever do. But we must continue. Those of us who call upon Jesus as Lord, we must continue to strive for peace. And then lean into him, even when times get extraordinarily hard. Man, oh man, that French John sure made good his threat. And his helpless subjects paid dearly for his humiliation, believe me. Taxes, taxes, taxes. Well, he taxed the heart and soul out of the poor people of Nottingham. If you couldn't pay your taxes, you went to jail. Yep, I'm in here too. Nottingham was in deep trouble. Every town has its ups and downs. Sometimes ups, 
outnumber the downs, but not in Nottingham. I'm inclined to believe if we were so down, we'd up and leave. We'd up and fly if we had wings for flying. Can't you see the tears were crying? Can't there be some happiness for me? Not in Nottingham. See, Prince John did what he said he was going to do. He fought back. And honestly, it looked like he had won. These people who had been standing up for what was right were now in prison. And you see, and there was a time when, we, you know, like I said earlier, we, we could, there are times when we find ourselves standing up for what is right and it gets hard. But you see, just like when we wage peace and, 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 whoever's in, and when Jesus is inside of us, we bring hope. We can put our hope in the fact that at the darkest time, Jesus showed up. You see, when Jesus was crucified and hanging on the cross, there was time before the resurrection. His disciples gathered not knowing what was going on. And there, there had to be this weight where it felt like the enemy had won. But the story wasn't over. You see, because when we're at our lowest, Jesus shows up the biggest. When we're at the lowest point, Jesus shows up and shows off in amazing and miraculous ways. Ways that we couldn't even imagine. And, and, and we get to see that Robin Hood was the same way in this, that Robin Hood, see, he knew something better was coming. He knew the end of the story. And Jesus, when he was in the grave and it seemed at its lowest, humanity was not lost. The king just hadn't come back yet. And Robin Hood didn't abandon his people because he knew the king was coming. Thank you. 
the last time. No more false alarms. Ow! Now, you release Friar Tuck and the others, and I'll drop in on the royal treasury. Oh, little John, it can't be. Shh, quiet. We're busting out of here. Thank God. My prayers have been answered. two rascals but lucky for us folks king richard returned and well he he just straightened everything out say we better get over to the church sounds like somebody's getting hitched Outlaw for an in-law. <laughs> the king returned. The king returned and set things right. The king returned and brought with him peace. The king returned and pardoned the outlaw. Brought them into a new family. Brought them into a new way of living. Now, my friends, I'm not just talking about the movie that we just watched. You see, on the third day, the Prince of Peace conquered death, hell, and the grave. And brought with him a life that is beyond all measure. He brought with him a peace that is beyond imagination. And we experience the peace that comes with new life when we have been set free by the king and brought in to new life. John eight thirty six says, so if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And how are we set free? We are set free by the blood of the lamb and by being invited into a new family. And we see this in John 1, 12. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. You see, peace is something we all strive for. Peace is something we will not experience apart from Jesus and Jesus alone. So today... If you have yet to step into relationship with Jesus, today can be that day. 
You can experience a life that is marked with peace by repenting of your sins and saying, my sin is what drove you to have to sacrifice. But because of your immense love for me, I can turn and walk toward you and experience a new life that is beyond all measure by submitting to you and you alone. And Lord, that's what I want to do today. You can do this today. And so maybe that's you. Also, maybe you are in relationship with Jesus and there is a relationship outside that you have yet to wage peace in. You have yet to step into the middle of and say, I am planting the flag of peace in the middle of this relationship. I'm planting the flag of Jesus. Today can be the day to do that. Whatever your step is today, I want to pray for you. I want to pray with you. And we're going to have prayer partners along the side. And after I'm done praying, guys, I have three little things I want to share with you real quickly. But I want you to know this. I love you, Westside. But not nearly as much as our Father in heaven does. Lean into him. He wants you to know his love. Father, I give you today, I thank you for this day. And I pray, Lord, that today... If there is a next step to be taken, that boldness comes upon someone and they take that step. Whether it's stepping into your family or stepping into a relationship that is broken and waging peace with you as their power source. And Lord, I give you this day and I pray all these things in your holy name. Amen. Westside, there's three things I said that I want to share with you real quick. This Wednesday night, if you, have, uh, if you are a member of Westside Family Church, we have our family forum. It's our annual business meeting. We would love to invite you to come and join us. We are going to celebrate what God has done in this last year, affirm some things that he's doing good, moving forward, and celebrate what he has yet to do. I would encourage you to come. It's a, great, it's a great and enjoyable family evening. This coming Friday night, we have Jingle Jam. It is Jingle Jam for the whole family. So come on, grab your kids, grab your grandkids, grab your nieces and nephews, grab the kids from the neighborhood. Like I said last week, make sure you ask their parents first. And then come and party and celebrate Jesus with us this Friday night. And Christmas Eve services are coming. Christmas Eve services are on, are on December 24th at 3.35 and 6.30 p.m. We will not be having services on Christmas Day. We want you to celebrate that time with your family and come back on January 1st, ready to kick off a new year and a brand new series. Westside, I love you. Uh, we will see you next week as we get to experience a symphony of love through an, an, another incredible movie and through 25 incredible words. I'll see you next week.